Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn why I stopped watching the news and how it helped me to improve my sleep. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. On last week's episode, I talked about the way that we tend to collect commitments as we go through life and how this creates a mental load. And this week, I want to talk about another aspect of this, which is the information that we expose ourselves to as we go through our lives and how this can disrupt our sleep. So in the episode that was titled, I can't sleep and I want to change my life, I did previously explain that when we don't sleep, our cognitive brain is not functioning completely in the way that it should. So in terms of being a check and balance to our emotional reactions to things that are going on around us. And if you haven't listened to that episode, do go back and listen to that as it it will give you more context for this one. What this means is essentially that when we're triggered by something in our daily life and we react from a place of emotion, then our cognitive brain is not linking up with the emotional parts of our brain sufficiently for us to apply full context and logic over the top of our emotional reaction so that we can respond fully rationally. So our reaction from this place of emotion just carries on unchecked. Now, if you think about the news these days, and in particular, the way the news is reported, the journalistic style in news reporting is completely emotive. It's almost always never simply a presentation of facts. They always look for the hook, for the emotional charge that's going to get you to react to the story. So that when you watch it, it tends to spark some emotion and sometimes really strong emotion. And if you'd had your full sleep, then of course you'd be able to watch the news and respond in context. But when you haven't had sleep, then you're reacting with the full force of your emotions. And being emotional is energetically draining. And when you have an emotional reaction to something, this often leads to other things like worries or feeling the need to problem solve or take some action. And that's even more of an energy drain. So for example, if I watch a news article that's telling me that the number of COVID cases is increasing in my area, then I'll probably react differently if I've had enough sleep versus if I haven't had enough sleep. So if I've had enough sleep, I respond in a really rational way. Maybe I'm just, okay, that's fine. But if I haven't had enough sleep, then I'm more likely to react from a pure emotional stance And maybe that will increase the chances that I trip into worry about me or my family or are we going to go into another lockdown and what does this mean? And I can't help it. And that's the point. I can't apply my normal level of rational response because even though I try to, I just couldn't do it. And even if I thought I was, because obviously we often we don't even know that we're responding from this place, but my lack of sleep is preventing my cognitive brain from being fully functioning in that role of checking my emotion and keeping me in context. 
Now that doesn't just have a consequence on the way I react. The energy that I expend on processing all this emotion and the subsequent worry is increased and it's draining. And what I didn't sleep when I had my sleep issue was that the resource I needed to protect most was my mental energy. So when I was tired, I would naturally lean towards conserving my physical energy. I would think things like, oh, I won't walk today. Um, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I'll take the car. Or, oh, I'll just have a sit down now and rest for a bit because I'm tired. I knew instinctively that when I hadn't slept, it wasn't a good idea to drain my physical energy any more than I needed to. But what I never saw was the importance of and the opportunities for the conservation of my mental energy. And the news, in my view, is a classic example of something that we get drawn into that generates emotions that in turn generate other feelings and thoughts and together all of this drains our mental energy. Now, if you don't conserve mental energy when you haven't slept well, the risk you run is that you deplete your energy on non-essential matters and then when you try to do things which you have to get done, like your work or your life admin, and that require that mental brain power, that you're already running on empty. So when you force yourself to run on empty, you increase the likelihood that you'll release stress hormones and then these can disrupt your sleep later on and that makes the problem into this cyclical loop which gets worse over time. So that's what we want to prevent. Now, I know that saying don't watch the news can be a controversial statement for some people because when I say this to people, they're always telling me how they can't possibly stop watching the news because they have to stay up to date with current affairs or they need to know what's going on for their jobs. But I've got to say, since I stopped watching the news, nine times out of ten, I still know what's going on in the world. And if I don't, I hear something and then maybe I go and look up a particular news item to find out more but then it's on my terms I'm, I'm going in to investigate something I'm just getting the information I'm coming out again but the notion that we have to spend an hour a day watching the news channel or listening to it on the radio so that we're bombarded with news reports which are often presented emotively and frequently negatively to my mind is a really outdated concept and particularly when you have a sleep issue and you need to preserve mental energy, it's not always a good option. Now, of course, the news is just my favourite example, but there are loads of other examples of ways in which you can conserve mental energy on days when you haven't slept well. So what about cutting down on stopping scrolling social media, or, you know, listening to that work colleague or that relative that just always tells bad news stories, Or maybe stop watching that true crime documentary series that you love to watch, but then you keep thinking about it for like three days afterwards. So your action step for this week is, can you look at your day and identify where you're leaking mental energy? So where is it draining down on activities that you could avoid for a while until you fix your sleep issue? And so you can preserve it, keep it precious preserve it for those really important tasks that you need to do, cut down on everything else and and help your sleep in the longer term. All right, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. 
And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.